Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio, and I uh, hope you don't mind my joining in on that. It's, uh, it couldn't help myself. Anyway, we have the Grizz uh, on the line with this. I don't like it, but anyway, John, <laughs> I, it makes you happy. That's all that matters. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what? You, I've got a great voice, don't I? <laughs> I don't know. Well, it, I sound good in the shower. Well, I don't go there, so you, <laughs> I, I don't have anything to do with that. Yeah. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway, Grizz is uh, uh, going to be uh, helping out today from La Paz, and he is, uh, well, during the show, we'll get a chance to explain. He's got so many exciting things, and so many exciting things that he's going to be doing with Fish Talk Radio. I'm just, I'm besides myself. Um, Grizz decided that he was going to throw in with us and um, help promote Fish Talk Radio and take a more active role. And the first week that he did, our Facebook um, visits went up 4,000%. So he's got some clout. Well, the giant thing of it is, you know, I've got so many radio shows and so many television shows and write for six magazines. I mean, you get the word out there, and uh, and it's a good show, interesting. Like you say, we got this guy on here about the lakes in uh, California, which I'm very excited to hear about what's happening up there, what are they catching, and uh, what's going on. I mean, because, yeah. you know, the people sure want to get out there. They want to fish. Uh, yeah. We're starting to talk about spring. It's right around the corner. Groundhog yep. Day showing up. Oh, yeah. Even though you guys don't have any groundhogs. But uh, anyway, well, let's, uh, let's hear what you got to say about what's happening up there. Well, yeah. Well, thanks for uh, thanks for inviting me on the show. Um, yeah, um, my name's Dan. Actually, uh, for all the listeners that don't know, I'm the operations manager over here at uh, Lake Chabot over here in uh, Castro Valley. Um, right now, our water levels are doing extremely, extremely well. Um, a lot of the reservoirs up here in the East Bay they're pretty much uh, they're pretty much 100 percent full right now. So we have a lot of runoff uh, going into our lake and we also have uh, runoff going over the spillways too at a lot of different locations um some locations are even flooding too this is the most water that we've seen up here in, in a long long time so well that's um, absolutely yeah, great now, let me really know a little bit about the lake is it a self-maintained lake as far as fishery or is it a stocked lake it's a stock lake um we we actually get water runoff from Upper San Lorenzo Reservoir. Uh huh. So, um, but we do stock the lake regularly um, with uh, trout with the, during the fall, winter, and spring, and during the summertime we put in catfish, and mm. we definitely have some bass that spawn naturally. Wow. Um, out here, so. Okay, so then um, so it's a uh, rainbow trout hatchery put and take yeah type uh, well, fishing Stan uh, a quick question in California um, I don't want to get into the politics of it but it's absolutely ridiculous um, they do not want uh, uh, hatchery fish 
uh, intermingling with native trout. I mean, mm-hmm. you show me what a native trout is, and uh, you know, I'll uh, I'll show you a tribe of Indians that are 100 percent pure. There's no such thing, but um, I believe that they require you to, to stock with triploids, which cannot reproduce. Is that correct? You're absolutely correct. So, um, yeah. So um, I, it's so funny that you mentioned that too, because actually, uh, rainbow trout was actually discovered in the, the San Leandro Creeks um, when it was first discovered um, out here. But um, you're right; um, all the hatchery uh, trout that we get are all triploids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's, um, and again, I don't want to get carried away on it, but... Yeah, you don't want to get me started, dear. No, well, I, I, <laughs> I don't have to get you started, Grizz. You're going to start yourself. Yeah, but, I am. Uh, but uh, I know they talk about, you know, native trout. In Santa Barbara, where I live, uh, somewhere around the early 1900s, um, they planted over 200,000 hatchery fish. Um, into our local water system, and uh, and the, the possibility. First of all, there's no such thing as a is a pure native rainbow trout because I don't think they. I think they were imported, weren't they, Stan? But uh, correct. But uh, so they, you know, the whole concept of you know not allowing them to reproduce, you know, to me is is, is ridiculous. But you know, unfortunately, I'm not in charge of that. Well, the thing of it is, John, is what what gets me going is they say they're non-native, you know, trout, mm-hmm. okay, non-native trout. Now, that means that the American people in general, not speaking about the American Indians, mm-hmm. are non-native Americans. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> because they were born, raised there. Well, it's the same thing with a trout. If it's hatched, raised there, it should be considered a native fish to that water because it comes from that water. And this idea that they want to uh, put sterile fish in because they're going to crossbreed is absolutely stupid. <laughs> I couldn't have put it better myself, Chris. I mean, it's absolutely, I mean, I don't know where these guys got their heads, but it's sure isn't out of their pants. Because, I mean, it's absolutely ridiculous. I'm from Montana. And if you remember the Bighorn Trophy Outfitters on the Bighorn River, I opened that fishery up to fishing. And there's brown trout and rainbow trout, mm-hmm. and they both spawn. Yeah. And they take care of themselves. It's a, it's a self-plenished fishery. Mm-hmm. So are they native trout? Yeah, they were born there. Mm-hmm. Are you a Native American? Well, yeah, you were born there. Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't make sense, the whole situation. I'm right. against it 100%. All right. Well, to move on from the uh, politics of it, because there's no rhyme or reason to our legislators, the, the ideas that they come up with, but certainly not based on science or reality. But anyway, let's get back with that. But tell us a little bit more about Cal Park's system and what's happening at Lake Chabot, Stan. Okay. Well, the California Park system, um, you know, we operate, we operate a lot of different marinas um, from um, – all the way down in um, Lake Hemet, um, Santa Barbara County, or Monterey County, Lake Nacimiento. We operate a lot of different operations uh, mm-hmm. from Southern California all the way up to Northern California. Um, we facilitate um, 
um, a lot of operations for a lot of different agencies. Um, for over here at Lake Chabot, we work in partnership with East Bay Regional Parks and East Bay Mud um, in running and operating the marina. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, so we're in charge of... Um, a lot of the recreational aspect of it. Well, the uh, the other thing, it's not just the marina and it's not just the fishing. Most of your uh, parks or facilities have campgrounds and hookups and cabins. and, and uh, Oh, absolutely. All, all you got to do is you don't have to even show up with an RV. You can just show up with, uh, you know, and uh, with nothing. And uh, You can show up with it, nothing and we'll, yeah. uh, we, can, uh, we can take care of everything for you. So mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to come up here people. one of these days and come up with nothing. And you're going to take care of me, right? That's right. Absolutely. Yeah, well, it sounds so nice, and the thing of it is, it's what everybody needs to get get their family out. And, you know, that's a big thing. Well, I can't go camping. I can't do this because I don't have the equipment. Well, with you guys, you don't have to have the equipment. Just bring the family, and it sounds like you guys will just fix them right up. Oh, yeah, equipment, fishing oh, license, yeah. boats, everything. So I mean, the people got to get out there and go start exploring and yeah. uh, and do that. And I understand why people don't buy a bunch of equipment. Yeah. I mean, they only go out two, three, two or three yeah. times a year. Well, and if you know, if you got a problem, uh, just call uh, Stan and he'll fix you up and take you fishing. I'll make sure with, uh, we'll make sure to get you on some fish. Okay, alrighty. Okay, well, this has been a fun, but it looks, it's a short segment. So, Stan, we're going to have to let you go. Uh, contact information, real quick. Contact information, um, go on our website, www.lakeshiboretrecreation.com, or you can give us a call. Um, we don't go with any answering machines. Just go ahead and give us a call, and we'll, we'll pick up. Okay. Our phone number is area code 510-247-2526. And that's lakeshabot.com, C-H-A-B-O-T. Or lakeshabotrecreation.com. Okay, lakeshabotrecreation.com. All right, Stan, good job. Well, Stan, don't, don't be surprised. Okay. I come knock we got to go. We'll be right back, Chris. If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. Did you know there's a lake in Northern California that's called the Monster Lake? It's home to some monster-sized largemouth bass and trout because they grow in this giant 10-mile lake. It'll take you 30 minutes to go from one side of the lake to the other. And it has camping, cottages, RV sites, hiking, boating, kayaking, and even horse camping. Tell them John Hennigan sent you, and they'll even give you a special gift on California parks. LakeComancheResort.com. That's LakeComancheResort.com. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Wormer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. 
The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive, Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. Well, some like to rock, some like to roll, but me and the boys gonna shake, rattle and troll, shake, rattle and troll. Here's the wife goodbye, grab your favorite pony, it's me and the boys gonna shake, rattle and troll. Welcome back. Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have a couple of special guests. First of all, we've got uh, the Grizz, uh, who we just uh, uh, we were going back and forth and talking a little bit of politics and and about uh, the lakes in California that are filling up finally after five six years. Um, and you know, a quick thought, Grizz, because of the drought, um, the um, the water levels. It's allowed the uh, uh, the growth of plants and trees and shrubs. So when we, when it gets back together, I think the fishing is going to be fantastic because they've got all this structure they didn't used to have. Well, yes and no. First of all, you're going to have so much water; it's going to be harder to find them. Yeah. Because uh, they always had structure, even when the water was down. But you had less structure, so you had more fish, you know, being yeah. grouped up in those. So now you're going to have the fish spread out. Yeah, we'll have to put more in. But, well, uh, that's the way California does. They just yeah. go and take the fish and say, hey, they're not catching fish. And bring the big tanker and throw more fish in. I there mean, you go. I don't have a problem with that. <laughs> well, I do. But I anyway, know. we won't go there because I just went yeah. there last Okay. <laughs> thing. All righty. Well, Marty, uh, give us a quick idea about uh, your your history in hunting and fishing. Well, gosh, I grew up out in, the, in rural Iowa back in the 30s and 40s. You know, I was born in, in uh, 37, and so, you know, everything we did, we hunted and fished. Uh, it wasn't for uh, sport. It was everything we brought home. <laughs> we ate that night. So mm-hmm. uh, I had some brothers, and, 
Gosh, my my first uh, outing, I I hunted with a cane pole, a cat named Mary, and my brother Dave in a gunny sack. Yeah, and we we just go down the roads after the first hard freeze and after snow, look for those little bunny tracks that run out of the field into these culverts, and David would get around one side with a gunny sack, and I'd get around the other side and throw old Mary that cat into that. Culvert. Oh, you come on, is this true? This, Catch the rabbits when they came out. Come on, seriously? <laughs> I mean, that's what we did back in the 40s. Wow. <laughs> it's very have, effective. You bet it is. You have that, now, the cane pole, you might wonder what that was for. You know, Mary would catch one of them rabbits and, and just hang out in that culvert, and she hated, you know, you'd... you'd we tried everything. I put kite string around her neck, you know, tried to jerk her out of there, and you hear those little claws clawing on that culvert. And uh, and but the but the, what if I, and then that kite string would break, so I used that cane pole. She just hated to get poked in the butt with a cane pole. And so I do too. Shooting out. <laughs> That's one of the things I don't culvert. like in life to get poked in the butt with a cane pole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's better than a hook, a in the, hook in the ear, isn't it? Yeah, what a story. That's great. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, yeah, give me another story like that. Now you start storytelling. That interests me. Well, that's, as I say, growing up back then, uh, it was just uh, uh, times were leaner than a second skimming. You didn't, people didn't have to tell you the wolf was at the door. You knew where the wolf was. She raised a batch of pups under the cook stove. So, we knew right where she was, and so, yeah, it was tough. But, hey, that's when I got an appreciation a life, uh, for the lifetime recreational activities of hunting and fishing. And that yeah, started great, 80 years ago. Yeah, and, and, you know, so much of that still holds yeah. up today, you know. We, there's nothing like a good uh, venison loin. I mean, I just absolutely love it and to that's eat great. that yeah. and... You know, and getting out with a family, and now it's not because you have to, it's because you want to, but it's so yeah. important that you eat what you hunt yeah, or don't hunt. Yeah. No, I've got some friends in Idaho that uh, they can put out a spread of pretty much anything you want, you know, uh, salmon, you know, geese, ducks, uh, venison, elk. Um, their freezer is full and nothing came from the grocery store. That's right. That's right. I don't. Uh, I don't remember the last time I bought any meat or fol- uh, poultry uh, from a grocery store. Mine's all wild game. And yeah. what kind of and poultry gonna... you eat? A big pardon. What's your birds that you're hunting and eating? Well, uh, I'm going to be over on the King Ranch next week shooting quail. So uh, go ahead and call yeah. Mark. Little quaily birds go down pretty good. Yeah, they do. I just got back from Nagarit shooting quail and dove. I was over there. You got to come down here and hunt with me when you get a chance. We can kill 200 doves in two hours. Well, that's true, and I've I've hunted in in uh, Mexico for the last 20 years um, until about three years ago, and and uh, of course we're hunting you know right near Lake Guerrero, uh, San Fernando, uh, and and of course there's been some just go ahead and plug there. it in. Yeah. So it's not like the Baja where you guys can go down there and 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 you know it's wide open spaces and and you have a great time. 
And, yeah, just uh, plug them in and let them listen. We'll introduce them. Well, you know, it's really sad. I used to do a lot of hunting and fishing in Lake Guerrero, too. And I don't go over there anymore. Uh, it's too dangerous. I'm sorry to hear that. I've caught a lot of big bass out of Guerrero. My biggest one's 16 and a half pounds. And I've shot a lot of doves there, and I've shot a lot of ducks. Mm-hmm. But I just won't take my film crew and me. We just won't go there anymore. Oh, yeah. It's it's not like it is um, in in um, where you guys are out there, and you can go down into Mexico and 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 still enjoy the, the, the hunting and fishing in that area. But it um, we've just got a different situation here at the border, and oh. I got to thinking the other day. See, we've got two lakes. We've got two lakes on the. Uh, Rio Grande River here in Texas, Falcon, which is an excellent bass oh, man, lake, big and then bass. Amistad, and both of them. <laughs> I got thinking the other day it, when you know when the water levels are up and down, they fluctuate quite a bit, and uh, depending on like what you were saying, the droughts, and and so uh, and commercial fishing is legal in Mexico, so these guys are fishing, uh, you know, the old cre- uh, stream beds. And and really knocking out a lot of uh, fish, but you know after the lakes have been full the last couple of years, and uh, uh, the the numbers are back, and it's uh, fantastic fishing. Now the only thing we got to worry about is a wall going through the lake. Oh no! <laughs> hey, yeah, uh, yeah. Marty, Marty, and Grizz, uh, would you guys mind if we bring somebody else into the conversation? Uh, no, 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 we, we, it is. Well, we got Mark Lassane, editor of the Bass Angler Magazine. Oh, Mark's always welcome to yeah, come and in. We're just talk, we're talking about bass, so I thought he might be interested in joining in. So, you know, he's just kind of hanging out there listening, and, you know, he might have some questions or comments. So well, let's go ahead and introduce Mark. Well, thanks, thanks guys. I, I appreciate it. I'm Mark Lassane from uh Yeah, Mark, how you doing, buddy? My bass guy. Bass guy, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, I remember spending some time in Mexico, and the story is that when you see a pickup truck uh, driving down the road, well, first of all, they had a gun rack, you know, in the, you know, in the in the rear window, and they uh, any time you see a pickup truck, it was either towing a boat or it was on its way to get the boat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, John. I think you just made that up. (laughs) Anyway, let's go back over to Falcon Lake. I'm going to tell you, I fished Falcon Lake, Lily Lake, and Mistad Lake many, many times, and it doesn't get much better than the Falcon. And right now what I see, they're catching a lot of 9, 10, 11-pound fish over there. Yeah, they sure are. And... uh... But as I say, it's um, uh, and the spawn. You know, that's a great thing. See, the spawn will hit in early February, and so we'll be fishing uh, spawning bass here in another less than a month. Yeah, that's, that's exciting. When you catch the big girls. Well, you know what? I found a lake better than uh, Sugar Lake, which I know you fish Sugar Lake, right. and the uh, Lily Lake, Falcon Lake is Bacharach. Charles and I went there about two months ago. Every day, each one of us now caught four fish over 10 pounds. Every day. For and four I ain't lying days. this I time, got, right? 
Four over 10 pounds, my son caught four. We filmed it all. We made uh, four television shows, and it absolutely incredible. Now, will you catch them, you catch them when, you know, when the bite is on, uh, you can catch all the fish you want. And uh, But the thing about it, you know, we, what, what all of us, what our job is to do is to get kids involved in fishing today because that's the name of the game for the future. we got to get these kids involved and get them off of these handheld video games. Yeah. Yeah, ex- yeah, well, that's ex- pretty hard. Yeah, well, you know, instead of studying uh, playing a fishing game on a <laughs> on a uh, on your computer, <laughs> just go ahead and do the real thing. Yeah. You know, exactly. I've, here, here's what I found. I've, of course, we started like as I mentioned with cane poles. You get kids with an ultralight today. Yeah. And and with the littlest hook you can find, and tie yeah. on a little piece of bacon rind. Oh, really? And get into get into a little bit of you know some place where yeah. there's some. Uh, uh, Red ear or whatever oh, yeah, you call yeah. sunfish. The two pound test. Yeah. When they feel that tap, tap, tap. Yeah. You know, and and it's the easiest way to teach a kid. Get them hooked. Yeah. Just, yeah. And once okay. they catch that first one, look out. All right. Gonna be well, you guys, we're going to go out again. Okay. We're up against the clock. We're going to have to take a break. Um, and when we come back, we would like to uh, spend a little bit more time with Mark. But uh, Marty, is it okay if you stick around? You bet. All right. We're having a lot of fun. Okay, Grizz, Marty, and Mark, uh, we'll be back in a couple of minutes. You're listening to Fish Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com, and you can hear this show as many times as you want. Fall and winter season is here and time for some fantastic fishing. The trout and bass are biting, a quick drive from the valleys below. We have some great boat rentals to choose from or bring your own. Visit LakeGregoryRecreation.com for information. LakeGregoryRecreation.com. That's LakeGregoryRecreation.com. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive, Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. 
877-777-SENTUNA. If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. She'll never understand my way of thinking To eat, sleep, train, go fishing Welcome back Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have Mark Lassane, editor of Bass Angler Magazine. We have the Grizz. <laughs> and if you've ever heard this show before, you know who the Grizz is. And then we also have Marty Mellon um, from Texas. It's a past president of the uh, Texas Outdoor Writers Association, uh, Outdoor Writers Association of America, and uh, obviously a longtime angler. He was talking about back in uh, Back in the uh, day, even in the you know, 30s, where subsistence uh, hunting and fishing is, is how they put food on the table. But uh, some good stories. Four winders. You know, we were using cane bowls. There were no winders. Yeah. <laughs> winders, okay. Never thought of that. You just flip them up on the bank, huh? That's it. Yeah. But uh, I imagine the fishing didn't get as much pressure then as it does now. And more, more, more than likely, those trout weren't planted either. That well, trout, didn't Texas? have any trout. In fact, the only trout I ever caught was in the Kern River in in in, in nineteen forty eight. I caught a trout. Oh, but here again, it was with, fishing with my cousin right above Bakersfield. Yeah. As I well, you know, I guess talk about Texas, a real fi- you know, hot fishing area. Yeah, Texas is a hot area for bass fishing, but um, I don't know how how does it do with rainbows. Well, we've got them in the Guadalupe River. In fact, the largest chapter of Trout Unlimited is the Guadalupe chapter in in Texas. Yeah, and and they're surviving. They're doing very well. They, the water comes out of Canyon Lake, which is a very very deep lake, cold water, and uh, they survive in the Guadalupe River. Huh. Interesting. You wouldn't think Texas is trout. <laughs> well, when you think of uh, Texas and fishing, you probably think more about bass fishing, wouldn't you? We do think about bass. You bass, have to tell you, I went, and off, uh, bass fishing and offshore, you know, and, and saltwater fishing. I mean, yeah. the Gulf of Mexico, you can't you can't beat it. Yeah. And combo hunting and fishing right now, uh, duck hunting and, and trout fishing, uh, you, you get your limit of redheads in about 15, 20 minutes, and five minutes later, you're fishing for speckled trout. Wow. Uh, well, is the duck season still happening? How long does it go? Well, it's another week. Okay, so it's pretty much over. Yep. Like they're the just getting started really good for us. Yeah, they're on their way to Mexico. <laughs> yeah, we got some great stuff down in Nagarit right now. And... Uh, uh, 
by the way, uh, just a quick mention, Grizz and I are putting together some pretty exciting stuff for 2017 and uh, hunting trips, fishing trips, combination fishing hunting um, and in Mexico, Alaska, and we might even see if we can get a trip to put together for Cuba. Um, wow, so sounds we, nice. We need to get some people interested. And whatever you want to do, if we get some people interested, we can do it. And, you know, everything that we're talking about, basically – all of our trips, um, all in, you know, with air and uh, um, the whole thing is usually not more, much more than two thousand dollars. Well, that's pretty reasonable. Oh, it's uh, now. Well, we we negotiate, you know, and Grizz has got some great contacts, and you know, it's uh, pretty much guaranteed, and he'll take you to places that uh, um, people have never hunted before. Yeah, we got this new place down in Nagarit. I've never seen, I've hunted Argentina, I've hunted over there with you, Dan, in uh, Texas, uh, well, on the border over there in Tamaulipas, or Dove. This place has got a hundred times more. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah. Well, if you're interested in, you know, in, uh, in not just going hunting or um, fishing, but actually, you know, a bagging game and 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 catching fish. Um, then there's, you know, it's the grizzle. Take good care of you. It's pretty much guaranteed. And you've got a new, uh, <laughs> excuse me, you got a new airboat, <laughs> don't you, Grizz? For yeah, for I got Dutch. a new bear airboat. As we speak, it is going across Mexico. Mm-hmm. They just passed the border in Loreto uh, yesterday, so it should be. In-house, I would figure by tomorrow. Well, I didn't know you could take that on the highway. I thought you had to... It's going on back of an 18-wheeler. Oh, okay. And it's, I saw pictures of it. It's big. Yeah, it's big. 454 uh, horsepower or something like that? 450 horsepower. It's uh, 35 feet long and wow. 9 feet wide. Wow. What a platform. So there's swamps in uh, there's swamps there in Mexico where you take an airboat. Yeah, that's what, actually what we're doing. We've got some swamps there. Well, actually marshes where it's just full of ducks. So we uh, we're going out with with the airboats. The only way to really get around and into fish snook. There are tons and tons of big snook in the Blackish Water over on the Pacific Coast. Oh, fun. It's uh, actually where I set the camp up, and we have hotel, and everything there is uh, an hour and 45 minutes from Mazatlan, south. Oh. So if you're going to fly, you'd fly into Mazatlan. Right. Okay. Pick up and go down to the lodge. Gotcha. As my uh, nephew and I were talking about that last night, we want to go on that trip. Uh, hopefully, well, Duck but, Dynasty and, will be here the last week of February. I just talked to Blake. Yeah, that's when we want to go. Yeah, well, Grandpa's not coming. He does, he doesn't. Have, you're not going to believe his Grandpa doesn't have a passport. Oh, <laughs> well, he's a, he's a he's a good old boy. Yeah, he says and I ain't getting one of those dang things either. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> but Blake and the sons and all of them, five of them, will be down here the last week of February. We're going to make some television shows and uh, hunt with those guys. Looking forward to it. And uh, you're going to go to the night to eat? Yeah, of course. All right, that's what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, so, I know, John. So we can fly directly into Mazatlan. 
Mazatlan and then pick up from Mazatlan and then take uh, an hour and 45 minutes to an hour or to two hours at the longest to go to the lodge. Yeah, I'm sure you'll pick us up and take us. Yeah, everything's arranged. Mm-hmm. We have vans that do that. Mm-hmm. Well, Sounds like fun. Let's, uh, you know, we haven't covered a whole lot about Texas and uh, Mark Lassane's bass fishing. Let's go back to Mark a little bit and talk about bass fishing not necessarily in Texas, but you know, winter bass fishing. Do you want to touch on that? Well, Ty, I I did go to Texas and go bass fishing just a couple months ago. I really had a great time. I went down to Almistad. Um, it wasn't quite winter. It was, uh, I'm say, I'm going to say late fall. Um, you know, I went there, and uh, you know, we had no idea. You know, we knew there was largemouth there, but we didn't know anything else. So I lowered my aqua view down. We went over to the bridge. I lowered my aqua view down, and we saw a bunch of smallmouth. And I, I had no idea there was smallmouth in, in Amistad or, you know, a lot, a lot of places in Texas I didn't know. So, you know, so we threw some worms and we cut a, uh, cut a bunch of smallmouth. And then closer to the end of the day, we found a fish busting on shad. And we went out through rattle traps uh, out for these fish way, off, I mean, like a half a mile off the bank. And we caught about 80 or 90 bass at Amistad. You know, Whoa. no big ones, you know, some three-pounders, but... It was uh, it was just an incredible fishery. You know, it's like a, just one of those days you dream of. It's almost catching a fish every cast for hours. Mm-hmm. So really, really a fun time. Yeah, when they're hitting like that, you can you can have a bet that you you can't you can't cast without catching a fish. It, it, it was like that. I, well, yeah, I was wondering if I cast without catching one. So. You know, yeah. but right right now we're moving into January, you know, and, and you know, December, uh, you know, fishing in California is, is usually pretty good. January, things start slowing down, uh, you know, and a lot of times we'll, we'll kind of shy away from largemouth and move towards the spotted yeah. bass. Well, actually, we're already, bass. We're, already in Feb- we're already in February, Mark, but that's okay. Well, it's close. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, when you get close to the end of February, it gets better. Um, you know, things start warming up. You know, if it does, if it does warm up, every year is a little bit different. But it does warm up. You know, we, we like I said, in in the winter, kind of shy away from largemouth a little bit, and we fish more spotted bass because they bite better hmm. when it's cold. Hmm. Well, when are you coming down here and fishing back rack with me, Mark? Pretty soon. Pretty soon. I'm I'm about ready to come down there and go fishing. All right, well, let's go I have another writer, and, uh, you know, I'll come down there and take some pictures and some video, and that'd be fun. Yeah, well, it sure makes, uh, it's incredible, and I hate to say this, but it makes El Salto look like a kiddie's pawn. Really? <laughs> hey, Mark, sometimes if you get back down here to Texas, I'd, I'd recommend uh, fishing Lake Fork. You won't catch as many fish, but I think of the top 50 bass caught here in Texas, 37 of them, Came out of Lake Fork. And well, so that's saying a lot. Is, sure. And I think uh, the record is still eighteen, thirteen, something like that. But uh, but a lot of, I mean, they'll catch hundreds of ten pound uh, fish over there. Wow. In a year. Yeah. I know there's there's a slot limit right there at Lake Fork. They got to be like they got to be giant just to keep one, right? That yeah, there is a slot. That's right. And with a slot, and there's a slot over on uh, Toledo Bend. And, uh, and, and, you know, I'm not, yeah, Rayburn too, I believe. Okay. 
So all of those lakes are great, you know, bass fishing. Uh, um, Toledo Bend is on the uh, um, uh, Sabine River. And you know what a lot of people don't realize? There is only one natural lake in the state of Texas. Oh. And that's Caddo Lake over hmm. there on the, um, right, almost on the Louisiana-Texas oh. border. okay. And that's the only, everything else is man-made. Oh, interesting. And it's all really? for... <coughs> Flood control and irrigation. Yeah, well, that's true most of the places, but Texas is a big state. That's pretty hard to believe. Anyway, yeah. guys, we're, uh, we're looks like we're about out of time. Um, let's do a quick intro. Um, Mark Lassane, editor of Bass Angler Magazine, and is it Bass... Um, BassAnglerMag.com is where you can uh, find yeah, out more about it. BassAnglerMag.com. And, Marty, we appreciate hearing from you. Do you have any contact information and people want to talk to you? <laughs> Just uh, Marty Malin. At, uh, email, that's the way I do things, or over the phone. But uh, malin at stx.rr.com. Whoa. Do that again slower. M Malin, M-A-L-I-N. Yeah. At stx. .rr.com. Okay. You gone fishing.